everybody. Welcome back to Empowering Life Ministries podcast. We are your hosts, Donna and Daryl Barber, and it is Thursday, February the 2nd. We are so thankful for you as our audience. Uh, before we jump into the Word today, just want to give you a quick reminder that we will be at Mount Tabor in Parsons, Tennessee this coming Sunday. If you're in that area, we would love to see you and have you come join us. Also, wanted to remind you about our visuals that are in PowerLifeMinistries.com. And, and I haven't made mention of this in a little while, but we do now have a YouTube channel as well. You can go to Empowering Life Ministries and find us there. We have some long sermons that have been uploaded, and we're going to be having some short, uh, just empowering moments also that will be about two or three minute videos that is going to be posted in the next little bit. So please go on over and get some opportunity to get some more of the Word of God. Amen? Amen. (laughs) We have started a new series, and I I know if you did not hear yesterday, then you're going to want to hear it because this is, we're going to be talking about the gifts of the Spirit, and this is one of my absolute favorite things to ever minister on. And we started it with Romans 12 and 1. And before we say that, let me tell you why we are teaching this. The purpose of God's gift is for you and I to get involved in what He is doing in the earth. Amen. And I want to read to you out of the classic Amplified uh, translation, Romans 12 and 1. As we get back into this today, just to remind you uh, what we're looking at, and we can go just a little more in depth. We ran out of time yesterday and didn't really get to get into this. So it reads like this. It says, I appeal to you, therefore, brethren, and beg of you in view of all the mercies of God to make a decisive dedication of your bodies, presenting all your members and faculties as a living sacrifice, holy, devoted, consecrated, and well-pleasing to God, which is your reasonable, rational, intelligent service and spiritual worship. Now, verse 2, do not be conformed to this world or this age, fashioned after and adapted to its external, superficial customs, but be transformed and changed by the entire renewal of your mind by its new ideals and its new attitude so that you may prove for yourself what is the good and acceptable and perfect will of God, even the thing which is good and acceptable and perfect in His sight for you. Hmm. That's, that's a powerful that's thing. Powerful. And you know, yeah. something just jumped out at me uh, in verse 2 when I started reading that, because you got to think back when you're reading the Word of God, you think back to the time these things are being written. Mm-hmm. This is in a transitional yes. period to where they're transitioning from an old covenant to a new covenant. And Paul's audience there because, uh, you know, a lot of Jews that were in Rome and uh, things that were taking place during that time, uh, when he ca- talked about not being conformed to this world or this age, he's talking about that old covenant age. You know, because many were reverting back and many tried to make it, you know, Judaism, you know, 2.0. A mixture, yes. Yeah, yeah, tried to bring it in and make the law a part of it. And I think that's one of the reasons that Paul was even making that statement there. But that just jumped out at me when I was reading that. Yeah, and I love the part that, you know, the Amplified brings out. We read this in the message yesterday, but the Amplified brings out in there, he said, 
You have to be changed by the entire renewal of your mind. It can't be a partial thing. In other words, everything that they had thought up to that time, and, and we don't deal with a lot of it because we were never under the law. Right. So we don't deal with a lot of mindset that they had, but we still deal with the wrong mindsets now. And because even to this day, there is still mixture that is preached from a lot of pulpits. Yeah, and and with people who the law was never given to. You yes, know, they've adopted absolutely. it as their own. But one of the things that lets you know that's what he's talking about is he said uh, fashioned after and adapted to its external and superficial customs. Yeah, because those, they had a lot of customs. Well, that's the thing about the law. The law would only touch the external part of man. That's the difference in the law and the message of grace and the grace and truth Jesus ushered in the new covenant because it deals with the internal part of man. Yeah. You know, the law said, talked about committing adultery with sin. But Jesus said, if you look upon a woman to lust after her, you've already committed adultery in your your heart. heart. So, you know, that's the difference with it. That was just the old covenant was all external. The new covenant is internal. Internal. And for some of our listeners right now, you may be trying to figure out, you know, well, what does Romans 12 and 1 have to do with the gifts of the Spirit? Well, it's setting the stage. It's helping us to understand that as we are presenting ourselves, as as it says in the King James, presenting ourselves as a living sacrifice, we are renewing ourselves for the work of the ministry, and that's when that gifting comes into play. Well, a sacrifice is an offering. Yes. So we become an offering in God's hands. You know, we used to sing the song, Lord, fill my hands with your hands, you mm-hmm. know, yes. and all those things. We become his hands, his feet. We become the mouth, mouthpiece speaking forth the things yes. of God. In order to do those things, then we have to make ourselves an offering unto God to be used by him. Well, what I'd like for us to do is to look at Romans 12 and 1 in the King James, and then I want us to do a word study because a lot of times a lot of the true understanding gets missed because there's not, you know, we need to expound on it a little bit. So in the King James, it says, I beseech you, therefore, brethren, by the mercies of God, that you present your bodies a living sacrifice. Now, then he says, it's holy, acceptable unto God, which is your reasonable service. So I would like for us to take a few of those words and get a little bit better understanding. And I'll start with what what we were just talking about. It said a living sacrifice and living is is a lifetime. That's right. It's 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 real. It's not a, it's not a dead sacrifice. Yeah, and I like that's that's what I was about to say. I like the way Paul put that in there about being a living sacrifice because in the old covenant, if you compare it to the animal sacrifices they brought, it was one and done. Yes, you know that offering was made one time and then it was dead. It was gone. Couldn't do anything else. But in this new covenant, we're walking in. We're a living we sacrifice. Are. And our life is an offering unto God. That's right. Every day we're offered unto God as a living sacrifice that's continually at work, continually functioning, uh, continually doing the work of the Lord. That's part of my prayer every single day. I always pray and I tell the Lord, Lord, I just submit myself to you today. I, I have an agenda, but I always give him permission to come in and mess up my agenda so that I can be 
that living sacrifice for him today. Whatever he wants done, however he wants to use me for his glory, I'm his. That's right. And to me, that really goes back to where you started with this. Yes. About he gives us these gifts so we can get involved with him and what he's doing in the earth. You know, that's a powerful, powerful thought. And today, as we start to close this out, I want you to think about that uh, throughout your day today. God, how can you use me today in numerous ways as a sacrifice for you, Lord, to be able to minister to people that need to know of you? Everything for his glory. Amen. Well, thank you so much for joining us. We'll be back tomorrow. We'll pick this right back up. You have a blessed day. 